0: My name is Monica Lieberman and you're listening to Silence Onset podcast. On today's podcast, we're talking to the cast of Prom Pact, which is a film set to debut on the Disney Channel. In the height of prom season, high school senior Mandy Yang and her best friend and fellow outsider Ben are surrounded by over-the-top 80s-themed promposals. However, Mandy keeps her eyes focused on a different goal, her lifelong dream of attending Harvard. When she finds out that she has been put on the wait list, she is determined to do whatever she can to get herself accepted, even if that means asking for help from the one person she despises popular all-star jock, Graham. So to start us off, here's executive producers Julie Bowen and Anya Adams. So I wanted to, I guess, just jump off right away with what made you guys in particular pick this project? Because I know you have so many that kind of come flying at you. What initially drew you in to playing these roles?
1: I was brought this idea by Anthony Lombardo, our writer, who was a friend from Modern Family. And he brought it to me and my producing partner, Rachel Field, who is, shocker, a friend from Modern Family. The original idea was about a girl who did not, a feminist girl who was anti-prom and looking forward always to a more serious life at Harvard. And then we kind of came up with the 80s twist and pushing against it. And then I, I just kind of couldn't stop thinking about it. So I said, yes, I want to do this. But I want to know why Anya wanted to do it.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, Monica, have you seen the movie? I read the script and I was like, I just, I loved Mandy and I loved Anthony's writing. I thought it was so funny and so layered and so clever. And it really was, for me, a throwback to these 80s movies that I loved. And so to have the opportunity to try and craft something that might come close to what John Hughes had done in a non-problematic way was like so exciting to me. And then when I met the producing team and knew it was with Disney, I was just like, "This, this is like the perfect family to be able to step into it. It has become my first movie that I've done. So I also was like really excited to be able to do it with this group people
0: I agree with you in the fact that it's such a cute movie and when I was younger we didn't do like these big prom moments part of some of the beginning of it so what was that like for you guys in terms of getting to sort of see the younger cast live through that or like what those experiences like I know it's fake right it's like tv or movie magic but it's still really fun to see these like big outlandish like what's wrong with me? Oh,
1: absolutely. We had, there's a moment that will never be in the movie, but it was, they were filming a (laughs) rehearsal and it was Anya's sort of guiding, she guides Peyton in to see this proposal and I don't want to ruin it for those who haven't seen it. They were filming the rehearsal and I'm not exactly sure why because sometimes you guys do that. And it was in the dailies and to watch Peyton's face as this whole spectacle unfolded in front of her that probably has never unfolded in front of her in real life because it was, it's movie magic but it was gorgeous and lovely to see. I, yeah,
2: talking to her about that proposal, she was like, Anya, I don't have to act. It's so amazing to be choice. at the center of this. Um, so when you see the movie, you'll get it. But like, she's just receiving so much energy and love. It's like really cool.
0: I want to know what your favorite part of like the 80s were, because I get such a great vibe of the 80s from this film. And then your favorite scene that you're looking forward to, I guess without giving it away, that you're looking forward to people seeing.
1: My favorite part of the 80s was the fact that they, it was still a time when, not the part where greed is good, Gordon Gecko. I don't love that part. (laughs) I like the part though, where there was still this optimism about the future. We weren't addressing global warming or 20 year war, any of those realities. Of course, there were realities in the world in the 80s, but the movies were generally about, they were a little bit more fantastic and a little bit brighter and uh, wilder. The hair was wild, the clothes were wild, the movies were big. And I thought that that was really fun. However, it was also problematic. (laughs) I mean, I
2: have to say my favorite part about the 80s was the music. I still listen to 80s music. And it's one of the things that we really fought hard for in the movie to bring some really great 80s songs back into the forefront of, you know, this new generation for them to kind of hear and go and, you know, find out more. So definitely the music. And um, my favorite scene, I think, is um, I want to say the come to Jesus scene between Peyton and Milo in a parking lot towards the end. I think they did an incredible job with that. And um, it really was heartfelt and, and true.
0: Up next is Margaret Cho, who plays Mrs. Chen. So let's talk about Ms. Chen. What was like one of your, you do such a great job of balancing out humor, dry humor, kind of like little comments when a character walks away, but in such a loving and beautiful way. So how do you balance that out in this film?
3: I think it's just really uh, the chemistry that I have with Peyton. Peyton's such a really cool actor and she's so rooted in her character. And then when you really know what you're doing as an actor, it gives you a lot of room to play. And so she was like really great game for helping me. I think I really take my cues from everybody who I work with in these different projects. I think that's really the secret. Like when you have good chemistry with your other performers, then the scene comes off really harmoniously. So that's what I'm, I'm hoping for all the time.
0: And how was it, you know, obviously when I was younger, there was no like big prom moments where like, you know, they were giving, you know, having these huge signs or these huge like grand gestures. And then prom, you know, wasn't I mean, it was fun, but it wasn't these huge kind of movie magical moments. So what was that like to kind of be a part of it? Like you're on the teacher side, but you get to see like all of these younger kids kind of experience that in a way and then go to prom.
3: Yeah, it's really interesting, because that wasn't a thing when I was growing up. So you know, when you have that, I think it's really sprung out of social media, because people have these moments that they commemorate and then share on social media, and then those kinds of things go viral. So that's sort of what's generated all these ideas of like the promposal and what it means. So I thought it was great. I thought that was a really great way also to apply the imagery from like 80s films like The Breakfast Club or Say Anything or Back to the Future. You know, that to me is really so, so cool and visually interesting.
0: And what was your um, like favorite kind of scene to film with this movie? Because there's so many good moments throughout the film.
3: I love the prom. I think the prom really just shows everybody. I love everybody's like, outfits. I love like, I love Peyton's kind of homage to, it's sort of Sheila E, but it's also Cyndi Lauper. And I really, I love that. She's just so adorable. And I love the big video games that they have. So that they're, they're sort of like these big structures that are showing these promposals inside the frames. And it's just, I think it's just really imaginative. And then
0: what was your favorite part in terms of the 80s, right? So like I was around in the 80s, like you were around in the 80s. So when you walk in, you see all of these things. Was it just like crazy to walk in and be like, oh my gosh, I remember that. I remember that. Or like, did you have like flashbacks to certain things? Or were you like, oh my gosh, I was wild in the 80s? So like, what was your
3: like? <laughs> I don't even think of it as being retro, which is kind of scary. Like, to me, it's actually very like, I kind of still have some shoes that I wear from there. <laughs> like, I kind of keep everything. I don't look at it as that distant in the past. Oddly, mm. it's so weird how time goes by really quickly, but you don't really feel it. And I, still don't think of it as that far away. But you know, when I was in the 80s, we were looking to like the 50s for inspiration. That was like our like retro time. And so it's really interesting how successive generations don't really understand that. But to me, the 80s is still very current.
0: And were you like wild and crazy in the 80s? Or were it, like the big hair and the music and all like the things?
3: I was very goth. Oh, so okay. I can see I that. I <laughs> had a lot of makeup, like a lot of like kind of wedding dress. With, I wore a wedding dress to prom with my best gay boyfriend. And we were very yeah. goth together. I mean, to me, like the 80s is goth. I'm like more on the cure Susie and the band sees a kind of like look also Cyndi Lauper very important also Madonna very important overall this
0: movie has such a sweet like theme and such a great story and I think so many people can relate to it and it's such a family oriented picture and, th- and then you have 80s stuff in there, and just so many things for everybody so what's something that you are like most looking forward to for people to see and kind of walk away from this film with like you because like you know a lot of times I walk away and like my heart's changed after watching something or
3: I love that I I think it's like a, it's a really uplifting film, but it centers on this Asian American girl who's so driven and she has these very like specific ideas about what her, her future should be. And, you know, everything working out for her in ways she didn't expect. So, you know, it's all about like, allow your expectations to exist, but also know they, they can be lots of different ways your dreams come true. And to me, that's really exciting. Really
0: quickly. And I just loved that storyline, by the way too that it wasn't preachy to you but it was very cultural and showing you how much pressure you know that I think a lot of the Asian community puts on themselves to be perfect and to do all these things and have everything line up perfectly and I love that it didn't really work that way but it still worked out showing you it's okay Yeah.
3: yeah it's all okay like how it works She really puts in the work to make it work out. And so it's not to look at it like all or nothing. If I don't get this, it's going to be failure. It's not about that. It's about just enjoying the journey. And finally,
0: here's Peyton Elizabeth Lee, who plays Mandy Yang, and Blake Draper, who plays Graham Lansing. This movie is so cute and loving and fun and like 80s. And I just I love all of it, even though you guys are babies and weren't around in the 80s. It makes me feel old. But
1: I'm actually um, 47
4: but I was around.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this one, just, I, I have 29. a very
4: good moisturizer. I'm fine. A <laughs> oh,
1: good moisturizer? It's the Botox. <laughs>
4: yeah. My face doesn't move, people.
0: Well, to give myself credit, I was born in 86, so I'm not that, right. that too much of the 80s, but... You were barely um, there. You
1: are a baby. Yeah,
0: barely there. I want to ask you guys, I feel like with Manny and Graham that these characters, in the beginning at least, couldn't be further apart in terms of where they are, the privileges or lack of privileges some were given. So when you guys started working together how did you find that happy medium that would make them make sense
4: when they reach a certain part of the film yeah I mean I think it really goes back to the very kind of cliche thing of opposites attract you know I think it's it's very true I think Mandy doesn't really understand Graham and Graham doesn't really understand Mandy and there's something so intriguing about that because they they confuse one another and they challenge one another and they they force each other to sort of look beyond what they would normally see and so I think we see that 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 spark and that chemistry immediately between them that they don't quite understand. And I think that is the foundation of their relationship. And then as they start to get to know one another and start to understand each other, then they see that they have more in common than they thought and that, you know, their differences are kind of very complementary to one another. And so it was really fun getting to dive into that, that dynamic and that growth and kind of build that that foundation for their relationship together.
2: I would agree.
0: So Blake, I have a question yeah. for you. So for Graham, listen, your moisturizer is working because you're a very good looking guy. Thank you. And much. you're playing how the gorgeous guy.
4: To <laughs> so say that it keeps it. No, you cut say. out what you say. <laughs>
0: wait, 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 wait. So, wait.
4: wait. Thank, you. Oh, thank, you, thank you. Very gorgeous guy. Enough.
0: But I feel like when you get cast that way, sometimes it can come off super one dimensional. Right. You did not do that. You did the complete opposite, thank where you. he's super gentle and has so much depth. So were there certain things for that you had to work on because it's... you don't want to? Fall into that trope of being like the hot guy in in a yeah, movie. Right
4: the archetype yeah. of a character like Graham, the the, the popular jock, Mr. Popular, is said it twice. I think it, it's such <laughs> a staple. I, know, I know it's such a staple in the uh, in the rom com like high school teen genre. You can point to so many different different ones from the past, from the 80s to the 90s to kind of now. So I think I just had to find my own way to to put my own little spin on it. And I feel like Prom Pact is a film that subverts expectations. So I feel like I had to do that with my character I guess so luckily for me it was written that way as well but it was definitely in my mind that I wanted to bring truth and and reality to him you really had to work against that beautiful face
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's so
0: hard hard. well Peyton you're gorgeous too so I mean let's be real this is a very nice (laughs) for both of you I wanted to know it's kind of like a really quick two-parter but basically what was your favorite kind of like 80s throwback because there's some like classic moments Mm -hmm. that really throw back to like iconic all-time like movies, yeah. Breakfast Club, things like that. Yeah. So what was your favorite kind of thing or like favorite part of any 80s related stuff that you guys did? And then what are you hoping people take away from the film? Because there's so many layers that are in this movie.
4: One of my favorite references in the film to an 80s classic would be, it was a little dirty dancing scene that's kind of in the background, which is really, really cool. I love Patrick Swayze. That was fantastic. I loved that. Um, the teddy bear. Yeah, it was so great. So good. One of the things that I really saw in the film that resonated with me is this idea of balance in life and sort of not seeing life as a thing of choosing one thing or another, but finding a way to have it all by finding balance. And I think, you know, Mandy struggles with that throughout the film from going from this person of just pure, you know, tunnel visioned ambition, you know, and she's just so driven towards one goal, she can't see anything else. And then when Graham and her best friend Ben and her family sort of start to open her eyes to the world as being so much more complicated and interesting and beautiful than she previously thought. I think that's a, that's a really important lesson that I think we could all use a reminder in once in a while of just slow down and appreciate things that are going on because the world moves so quickly and if you don't stop every once in a while to appreciate it, it'll pass you by. And so I definitely felt that was very foregrounded in the script and and in the film. Hope you
0: guys enjoyed listening to the cast of the film Prom Pact. The movie premieres third Thursday- Thursday, March 30th on the Disney Channel and will be available to stream the next day on Disney+. Plus. So make sure you go and check it out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel. Hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content.